And welcome to another episode of You I Do. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And we have two very special guests with us tonight. Uh, guests, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm London I'm from Washington, D.C. Hi, I'm Lauren and I'm from Texas. Awesome. Thank you, ladies, for being with us tonight. Yes, um, first and foremost, what do y'all do? Um, currently work actually for the District of Columbia Public Schools as an evaluation coordinator. So I assess and diagnose children ages three through five for developmental and cognitive disabilities and get them connected with resources and services um, to support those delays. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Um, Currently, I am a contractor for Department of Interior in Washington, D.C., and I currently am an e-discovery analyst, and I basically search the database for big litigation cases from the president down to senators and things like that, looking through various emails and things like that for the court. Very nice. Okay, so we got some like real, you Mm -hmm. know, professionals with (laughs) us tonight. Yes. (laughs) Um, Lauren, so you said that you, um, so you're in Texas, but you work with DC. No, I'm from Texas. You're from Texas. Okay. Just, yes, I'm from Texas, but I live, um, in DC. Okay. Okay. So y'all are both in the same area. Yes. In the same area. Got you. Um, unrelated to anything. I already know London's answer, but are you a Cowboys fan? Are you a Redskins fan? Just curious. <laughs> I am a or Texans a football fan. Team, football team. I'm a Texans oh. fan, but my husband is a Cowboys fan, so Ooh. I'm gonna have to convert eventually. But <laughs> neither one of them are doing great. So <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. <laughs> No, I get it. I get it. I'm a Falcons fan, so I am very used to losing and horrible. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just want a number one draft pick. That's that's the <laughs> that's that's where we are right now. <laughs> In London, I know you um were a, a cheerleader, right, for the football team, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, the Washington football team, a.k.a. the Redskins. Um, I did that for six seasons and two seasons as captain. And I just recently retired in May. So I am living my best life um, now that I don't have that obligation anymore. <laughs> but they hold a big part of my heart always. Oh, very nice. We talked to um, someone who used to be a Titans cheerleader. So. Not often that, you know, we get to talk to, you know, former NFL cheerleaders, but I think it's neat because I love football. So, yes. I would say I'm just over here. Like, I mean, I'll watch it, you know, I mean, I love it because I'm from Atlanta, I guess, you know, I would for, you know, the Falcons, but, you know, eh, I will turn basketball off in a second, but football all day. Yes. All day. Yes. No, okay. I like basketball. But Y'all are my people. You know. Y'all are my type of people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into a quick game of this or that. We'll have four rounds of it. So basically, you're going to pick between the two and tell us why. And for this or for these rounds, we'll start out with London, giving your answer, then Lauren, then Tania, and then we circle back. So all right, to kick it off, a proposal on a helicopter or a proposal at the movie theater? Um, 
Wow. Probably the helicopter. It's more, I think that it's more intimate. I think the movie theater part, yes, you can have like your family and friends there or whatever the case may be. But um, I feel like a helicopter ride is just the two of you guys. Now, maybe if it land, your family may be there. But I just think that it's more romantic. And uh, yeah, that's my. Okay. I would have to say helicopter ride as well. Um, Because I think you can make it really special. Like, I want to give you the world, you know, and show her the world or something from above. So um, I think helicopter would be more intimate. I personally prefer the intimate um, proposal. So, and I'm not a big movie person. So the movie theater would be so. Okay. So I, you know, it's a toss up. I mean, I love the movies, but my my boyfriend he always falls asleep and so i would not want him to like fall asleep and then like oh it's time no um so i guess i would go for the helicopter i guess i don't know but it had i mean it would have to be like a nice you know clear sky day because you know i don't want no accidents to happen so yeah i guess um yeah i guess i'll go with the helicopter as well okay (laughs) <laughs> I'll I'll be the one to say movie theater because I don't do heights. So that would have just not worked for me. Um, I would be freaking out the whole time, like in the air. Um, unless it's like a real luxury type of helicopter or something like that. But if it's one of them like real small ones, that's it's just not gonna work for me. Okay. Um, would you prefer and I just based off how y'all answer that, I have a feeling um proposing before a family gathering or proposing during the family gathering and it's like both sides of the family are there like maybe like christmas or something um so one of my biggest things was never getting engaged like during christmas or like a holiday like that's that was me i was like it's just I don't know. It's something about me that I wouldn't have never wanted that proposal. But I always said that I wanted my family there. So that that was really, really important to me. Um, And also, I want pictures and videos and things like that. And just I don't think not not saying anything bad about my fiance, but I don't think that he has that brain to be like, I'll just hire a photographer. Like, if we were to do something more of an on the intimate side when no one was there to really capture that moment. So I would go for a family event that's planned, not just like bust out at the family event of the, of a family reunion and be like, I'm just going to do it right now. Like it has to be planned. Something has to lead up to that moment and not just, I'm just going to get down on one knee right now. So it just had to be like maybe a family incorporated thing. That makes sense. And I'm with you on no holidays. Like, uh-uh. yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about you, Lauren? Um, same with London. I, one of my requests was that it not be like a holiday, a birthday, an anniversary. Like I wanted it to be a separate event. And I also did not want family or friends there. I don't know if I was as explicit about that, but I think he kind of knew like it's our moment, you know, and those sentiments kind of rolled into our wedding too. Like I just wanted everything to feel really intimate and private and um, like about the, you know, the covenant of marriage and not like the celebration of, you know, engagement or wedding. And so, um, yes, I definitely would want it to be before an event. And I think that can incorporate both because my husband really 
wanted family to be at our wedding and, and he's very family oriented. So I can get my private moment beforehand and then, you know, we can celebrate with the family um, after we had that moment together. So for me, it would be before an event. Okay. Good yes. answer. These were all good answers. And <laughs> I'm kind of like in between both right now, but I mean, I could do either or, but I'm going to go ahead and say before an event. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then you can celebrate once you get there. Okay. Two more to go. So proposing within six months of dating or proposing after six years of dating. <laughs> um, that one hits home, I, I guess, because we were, I was proposed to on our seven year anniversary. So um, I feel like, you know, if you find love and it's six months, you know, good for you. That's bomb.com. Um, but to me, I feel like I don't know anyone in six months. Um, as well as we probably, you know, did the move in together after like three or four years as well. Because to be honest, I mean, I need to know who you are like in real life. So I think the six years rather than six months, that's me. I get that. All right, Lauren. Um, well, I'm 33. So, <laughs> I don't, I, you know, at this stage in the game, that's six years is not really an option for me. It, I mean, that would have been a deal breaker. Um, six months, I think, is a little premature. I actually kind of wanted to date for four seasons. So a year to me is reasonable. Um, six months. I mean, I know people when you know, you know. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. Um I've never lived with a man before marriage. So that, I mean, in six years that, you know, maybe that would have been our reality. But I mean, if I would have met my husband before, you know, in my 20s, sure, six years, because you have a lot of maturing to do. But in my 30s, nah, that's not, <laughs> I don't think that would have been an option. So I, I guess I draw on this question because I would say neither. <laughs> Sorry. I, th I, I mean, I think that's a really good answer, too, because yeah. like she said, like, if you meet someone early and I met my fiance when I was 23 going on 24. So I was really young, you know, mm -hmm. and I knew I wasn't ready for marriage at that time. So to do it on my seven year, I just turned 30 this year. It was just perfect timing for myself because I know at the age of 23, like I was still living my best life, kind of because I had like a five year old daughter, too. So I just I just wasn't ready for that yet. So I definitely agree with Lauren as far as like when you find love and when you don't find love and if you're too young for love or not knowing what marriage is and things like that. And at the end of the day, when you get in those 30s, you're like, look, we're going to get married or not, you know, because we don't have time to waste and women biological clock be on tick mode. So, yeah, basically, this is hard. Um, like Lauren, I'm also 33. And so uh, I can't wait six years. And, you know, me and my boyfriend, we actually had this conversation not too long ago. Granted, you know, we're definitely not talking about six years, but can't do six years. But then also I can't do six months either because, I mean, granted, at that at that point, I feel like, you know, like I'm still getting to know who you are as a person, you know, so. Uh, if you you can get engaged in six months if you feel like you know and then have a longer engagement yeah. than 
have anticipated and use that time to do pre-engagement, pre, well, you know, premarital counseling, mm-hmm. like an advanced get to know you kind of season. Um, if I had to pick one, but six years is, is just. That's pushing it. It's <laughs> a lot of time to. Yes, to that's it. For me, like at this age. Right. Like, yeah, I, agree. Yeah. I would have met my husband at, at, in 22, 23, 24. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have wanted to marry me in six months. Trust him. <laughs> same no. year. Yeah, same year. Because I was in almost a six or seven relationship. And I was in my 20s. And I was like, nah, you're not the one for me. <laughs> no shade to him. But, <laughs> yeah. He was the one for me. And I mean, yeah. But I'm going to have to just say six months just for the purpose of this question. But not really. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I feel y'all too. There's still so much that you like. There was something I found out about it yesterday, and I'm like, <laughs> we've been together four years. Like, we got married last month, and I'm like, how is it that I'm just now finding this out? Like, earlier this summer, I found out that his dad is Bahamian, and I'm like, what? You've never, ever <laughs> mentioned this before. So, I can't imagine. I, I know my big age is 33 as well. I would probably say six years. Um, no, no, no. I'm like, I'll probably do what Lauren said. Six months, but then we gonna probably be engaged for like two, two and a half years because we can always break up. I feel like after six years, you have to have a ring. Like you, you, depending you know. on what age you are. True. You know, that yeah. makes a difference. That too. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's true. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's a hard question. But that I'll was do a the good pr- question. I'll do the six months, and then yeah, if we work it out, we work it out. If not, we, you know, that's true. Okay, final round: proposing with no ring or a ring with no proposal. <laughs> what kind of sense does that make? But okay, let me just save it for later. <laughs> no, 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 no. I. That's a, I don't know. That's probably a, it's like you propose with no ring. So where's the seal deal? And then you per, you give her a ring, which you didn't do a proposal. But are we saying like you gave her a ring and maybe you just was like in the kitchen, like while she was washing dishes, like, Hey, would you marry me? Is that like, are you saying no proposal, but that's part of the proposal kind of? Or like, like not making it a big deal of a proposal? Like, okay, so y'all have been ring shopping together. You see a ring. He just went and bought it one day. You know he bought the ring. And you're just like, just give it to me. So there's been no, like, <laughs> warm and fuzzy around it. Not even like, hey, will you marry me? It's just like, this. I saw this piece of jewelry in the house. I know it's for me. So, like, let me just wear it. Is this a promise ring? No, girl. This is like the engagement ring. Yeah, just without no. the like, yeah. Not even like in the kitchen me? or in the house. Yeah, it's just like, here you go. Let me yeah, just slide I'm this on your hand. Like, I'm torn in between that one. I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a trick question to me. Like, it's one of those like, look, I don't know. Like, if you go even a proposal, like you could, you could have went and got a like they have bands now you can buy off Amazon for people who work out and stuff like put something on my finger like we're engaged that's like the next step right 
And right. not have the ring part is like, you're like, yeah, because I'm engaged. Usually when people know you're engaged, they're looking for your ring. What, what do you say? Like, oh, he never gave me one. So like, <laughs> where is the commitment part? Like where, right. where did we lock in the that circle? Like, where's that part? But then it's like, don't not propose. And then just put a ring like, I, like how do you know I was going to say yes? Like, how do you know that this is how I, you know, I don't know. Exactly. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. It's a trick question. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I can't, I don't want to not answer this like the last, but um, I guess I would say a proposal without a ring, which if you guys knew me, he would be like, she's lying. Because <laughs> I wanted a, um, a better ring than I wanted a wedding, you know, like just because I felt like the ring is forever. It could be an heirloom, you know, whereas a wedding, you know, there's the memories and it's great, but I got to look at this every day, you know? So um, I was really big on wanting, you know, something I could pass down to my children. It could be an investment and a legacy. So even with having very strong feelings about that, I think that I would rather there be an intention and a sentiment behind wanting to be married and saying, I can't give you what you want right now, or I'm not in a position to get you anything right now. However, I know that I want to be married to you. I know that you are the woman for me. And having that type of strong sentiment and emotion and intentionality behind, you know, the going to the next phase in life, instead of it being kind of, you know, Martin, like, marry me. Are you happy? You know, like how Martin proposed to Gina and it's kind of like, okay. Um, (laughs) But I, you know, so I guess, you know, that would be if I had to choose, you know, I would much rather the, the emotion be met with, you know, that instead of just the physical representation. I agree with you, Lauren. Um, I would want the proposal without a ring. However, there should be a ring coming maybe a year from now or something like that. You know, I can talk to, you know, my friends and my family and be like, hey, you know, I don't have a ring, but he proposed and we have this in store, you, you know, but, um, but yeah, I would rather the proposal, the proposal without a ring. Well, maybe longer down the line, after he gets the ring, he actually does a proposal. Uh, yeah, know, yeah. Like proposal. You know, yeah, that's true. That's true. He could do a redo. I've actually, I, I saw someone on Instagram. Um, I like that happened to them, where he had, I think, proposed to her, and then, but he didn't have the ring, and she had said yes, but then like he wanted to do it the right way for her but that was on him more so than her she was just fine with that um i agree though like the ring with no sentiment behind it is just empty that's just a gift like it's what my birthday christmas like i mean not to say that those aren't meaningful moments but how do you ask some well one how do you just omit the part where you have to ask that person to share their entire life with you and just think that by me giving you this piece of jewelry, I don't have to do this part. Like this was enough. No, like we have bigger issues. I think going on, if you find that to be acceptable, um, proposing without a ring, then, then we're still just girlfriend, boyfriend. Like what is this? Cause 
Um, even with, I mean, like what Tania was saying, you can tell your family, your friends is coming, but uh, why am I even going to say it's coming if I don't even have nothing to show for it? Like, you know, right when you get engaged, you just be looking at your ring all the time, like in the car, yeah. after all you get the your nails done. Yeah. Right. Just like looking at your ring. You like, you can't do that if there's no ring. <laughs> so like, you're just floating on the high of like him proposing to you getting down on one knee and doing nothing like just get down on one knee and then get back <laughs> like yeah and honestly my father he probably wouldn't even even have let that fly like if you yeah. can't do that part right what makes you think that you can do her right in 10 years you know like exactly every girl is dream is to have a proposal you know and for any man to kind of like you know mess that up because at that time he can't afford the ring well then we can't afford this life that's me exactly like because that's the part that we have to move forward on if we're if you're going to propose or not propose to me so maybe we need to wait six months before you pop the question so that you can actually get a ring and it doesn't have to be the biggest ring in the world Mm -mm. something that you can afford you know i completely agree i think um a lot of people always want to put weight on like, oh, the engagement ring. You Like that should be money towards a down payment on a house or it should be this, it should be that. And I'm like, to me, the commitment of spending this much money on this piece of jewelry is more than just a piece of jewelry to wear. It is the like statement behind that purchase and the intent of which it represents. So like, if there is no ring, then we're not at that stage yet. We're not there yet. Um, but that's not to say that, like you are saying, in six months, we're not going to be there then. But you, you cannot propose without a ring, seriously, in my personal opinion. But it, I get, you know, people saying, having an opinion about the level of investment of a ring when if you know the priority should be a home and things like that but i feel like if you're gonna have that keep that same energy when it comes to a wedding keep that same energy when it comes to a honeymoon because if it's like this is our priority then sacrifices need to be made across the board um like i said i was very very adamant on and i'm not gonna say adamant like it was just i was like i would prefer something that i know will last forever than something that, you know, is a celebration for other people. This is for me and, you know, representation of our love or whatever the case may be. But if, you know, we weren't in a situation to have a home and things like that, then I definitely would have made, you know, would have been open to compromises and sacrifices when it came to that. But it across the board, you know, don't say you need to have a down payment for a house and then you having a $60,000, $70,000 wedding, you know, so it's kind of like across the board, make it, you know, fair. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. All right. Well, that was a very good meaty round of (laughs) this or that. We are now going to take a quick break for an ad and then we'll be right back. I would love for you to go to iTunes after you listen to this episode, of course, and let us know how much you love us or offer us some feedback. We would really appreciate that and that would help us out a lot. We wish you all much love and success. Now let's get back into this episode. 
All right, and welcome back. Um, we are talking to London and Lauren today about proposals. So we want to know all about how they got engaged, um, the warm and fuzzies leading up to it, and all of those good things. So, you know, we're approaching proposal season. So let's talk about how y'all got engaged. Um, so to kick it off, um, and either one of you can go first it, or answer whenever it's up to you, but how did you meet your boo? All right. Um, so, so my fiance's name is Gary. Um, I, I met him random. So um, I moved back in with my mom like eight years ago and um, I had to find a new sitter for my daughter. So I would go pick her up from school in Northeast DC and bring her back to Maryland to go back to work. So I would leave work, pick her up, go back to work to, to drop her off and go back to work. And um, my mom used to always say, like, before I even moved back in her, she's like, yeah, I'm sitting across the way, you know, like with these, these neighbors, like these are and it'd be like three, four in the morning. And she'll be like, yeah, I'm outside hanging with the neighbors. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, okay. So when I moved back, I was like, oh, those are the neighbors you're talking about. So one random day when I picked up my daughter, um, this guy answers the door. And I was like, I didn't even know a guy was in this house. Like I thought it was just the lady that watches my child and her husband. And he had no shirt on either. So, you know, that's me already like, <laughs> like trying to like squint my eyes like oh gosh I don't know if and I'm young too and, and I can tell like he was older anyway um so I was just like yeah I'm here to pick up my daughter and blah 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 so little ways down the line um I was starting to get really tired of my my job that I had and you know he his job I was like hey you know if your job's hiring you know, let me know. So that's how we exchange numbers. So I kind of was like the Mac with it. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't really want to work at his job. I was just trying to let him know, like, all right, we just need to exchange numbers. So um, one, one random night, I was just like, um, you know, send me the, it was late. No one's looking for a job at like 10 at night, but I was just like, shoot me um, the, the website for your job or whatever. And he was like, all right, cool. And then he was just like, you want to go to play cards with my family, with some friends of mine? And I was like, sure. And then that was our first date. Like, we didn't even go play cards. We just went to Fridays. And yeah, that's how we met. It was so random. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, I like that, though, because it was like so out the blue. Doesn't seem like anything you were actually like hunting for. Or not hunting, but like looking for at the time. Like, yeah. He just happened to. You just happen to be there. Be there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How it works out sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. Um, Lauren, what about you? <laughs> I don't have a fun story like that. <laughs> um, I met my husband um, online on an app called Coffee Meets Bagel. So um, I just really got, I guess, blessed in a sense because I wasn't on there long um, before we connected he loves, if he was here, he would love to tell the story. So coffee meets bagel. You only get a certain amount of bagels per day. And like, if you match with somebody, it deducts bagels from your account, essentially. And you get bagels by the frequency of logging on and things like that. But I saw him and I didn't have enough bagels. 
And so I had to purchase more bagels. And then I, I would, I am the cheapest person. It was only 99 cents. It wasn't even a dollar, but it was 99 cents. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. And so I was like, ah, oh, let me just buy these bagels and we'll see. And so like when we connected and he reached out, I was like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna let you know that I spent 99 cents. So if this doesn't work, I really, and I was really serious. I wanted my dollar back. Cause I was like, I just, I don't know. You can take me to dinner cool, but I still want my dollar back, you know? And so that's pretty much it. Like we went on our first date and the rest is history. Oh my gosh. The way all of us were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> did he give you your dollar you back did he give you your dollar back he told me that my ring was my was his investment he was like you invested a dollar i'm gonna invest this ring and it worked out so you know he never had to pay me back but you know it, that 99 cent is still on the line <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh, and you made so it funny. seem like oh my gosh i just met him online no big deal like no that was that was good though. Yeah. I try to forget that part and then like he he he'll remind me. So I just like oh, yeah. But you know, it's kind of anticlimactic if you're like, oh, we met online and people, you know. And then yeah, yeah I forgot I actually paid for this dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. It worked yes. out. <laughs> I'm gonna always remember that story. Like <laughs> I need some more bagels. <laughs> okay, so all right. So how long were you single before you met him? The one. Oh, so I wasn't single very long. Um, <laughs> so I was dating a guy previously for about a year and a half. We broke up in March and my husband, Warren, I'm not going to, his name is Warren. My husband's name is Warren. Warren and I connected online in April. We went on our first date, April 25th of 2018 and we got married April 25th of 2020 so come on now so it was like maybe six weeks (laughs) that's how you do it though listen I wasn't (laughs) playing that game I was I told I was 30 okay yes (laughs) another one bites the dust right but I knew the guy that I was dating previously great guy um but I knew that I didn't. I knew that it wasn't going anywhere. My mom had flew down for my 30th birthday. Um, my best friend had some, threw this huge party to surprise me. I had just purchased my home the year prior. So it was kind of like a, you know, come see her house, you know, kind of thing. And when my mom flew in from Texas, the guy that I was dating at the time, um, I didn't want him to meet her. I was like, and we had been dating for over a year. And I was like, mm, no. And so I knew then you know, I knew it wasn't going anywhere. And so shortly thereafter, a few months, you know, we broke up. So for me, that's why it was easy. Usually breakups are not that easy for me. So I don't want to make it sound like I was just relationship jumping. But when you're at a certain age and a certain level of maturity and you're like, okay, you know, I just knew that it wasn't going anywhere. So completely understand. How about you, London? Um, It was like four months I mean like it wasn't long again I was in a position where I knew like this person became toxic to me honestly and to be honest it was kind of an easy relationship to get out of too like I I, I'd known that person since I was little and just rekindled when I got older And, and you know after a couple years I was like 
you know, he not saying like he was a bad person, but he I mean to say it nicely, didn't really have anything really going for him. And when you have a child, it's like you expect more from people or you want more for yourself and your child. So um, I was like, you know, I just have to bite this one in the butt and fend for myself here because and whatever I can or can't handle, I'll get led down the right path and it'll work out in my favor. And the thing with, you know, me having a child at a young age too, because I have my child at 19, I really had my family, my family supported me a whole lot. So though that relationship didn't last, like I never was there to do anything by myself. So I felt the fact that me leaving that relationship, I was backed 100%. And if I needed anything, they were there for me. So just randomly, like you said, I didn't know I was going to bump into my fiance at the door that day. Um, and I wasn't looking, honestly, because I was still trying to, although saying coming out of that relationship was easy, still trying to find myself again to really um, take care of myself and my, and my child. So I wasn't really in that position to be like searching or looking for anybody because I was just trying to be find me, you know, but randomly I just, you know, ran into him and yeah, we're in this position. So I love that. I feel like a lot of us can relate to that story. Um, so yeah. Okay. All right. So how long were y'all together before he proposed? Warren and I were together 18 months prior to him proposing. And then we got married six months later. Cause like I said, it was our two year anniversary. Um, but I will say the caveat to that is five months into dating, we did six months of pre-engagement counseling. So, and it was through a, a church and it was very intensive. So we met in April. We went on our first date in April. We started the class in September and we finished it. There was like a, we started the class in September, ended in December. Then there was like a break. And then we started the second class, May until August. And then we got engaged that following October. So we were really, really intentional. So 18 months sounds fast, but we knew everything from like credit scores, like, history, had met parents, you know, fl flown in from different places. So like it was a very intentional and like purposeful courtship. And so that and it actually really, really prepared us for marriage, but particularly in a in a, in a pandemic. So, yeah, so it, it, it was a really quick turnaround. But I, I do feel like I knew him more at two years than someone that I dated for five, you know. You know, it makes a difference when you were equally yoked with someone like it Basically. makes a huge difference in the intent of it all is mm -hmm. huge um, because I mean even though you know we are at our big ages <laughs> um, there are still so many people that are still trying to play around like yeah there are folks that we know that are like what in their mid-30s that are like still pretty much doing the same stuff they were doing like five seven uh, years ago and yeah. it's like as women we don't have time for that especially if we are trying to like have families and like do certain things in our lives like mm -hmm. uh you know like buying houses and doing all this like and just wanting to spend like your 30s exploring the world and doing all these wonderful things with your like your spouse or like your fiance or what have you you don't have time to be waiting on like oh, okay what are we doing 
you know, just waiting kicking for- it around. Yeah. Yeah. Or waiting like, for him to get his we? act together. Mm-hmm. Right. Get his career like, straightened out. Get his, <laughs> you know, his life. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. we shouldn't be asking these questions. So anyway, sorry. All right. <laughs> London, what about you? Um, so again, we got engaged on our seventh year anniversary. Um, I met him when I was 23 and my fiance is older than me by 12 years. So um, it kind of goes into why seven years, honestly, to me was the big, the magic number, because at 23, like, again, I just got a relationship like four to six months ago and still trying to find myself. I still have you know, I haven't really explored my 20 life because I had a child at 19. So I was still living in my 20s, in my 20s. Like I wasn't trying to grow up for nobody, you know, like only for my child. So um, it really made sense for me. And I wasn't in a rush. Like I know some people, um, some of my friends and I know other of my friends that be like, well, we already been together for two years or three years. I need a ring now. Like that wasn't me. I was like, look, we're going to take our time because I don't need no mistakes. Like I have a child at stake and, you know, once she becomes connected and then we have a bash out or something separate, that's her feelings involved. So I kind of like really, really took it slow. Um, we did move in and, you know, we were together for like four or five years before we moved in together. And we recently just bought a house. So we're waiting for settlement now. So we're still, we're still moving like, slowly but surely and in a positive direction we've also taken counseling within these seven years as well um so i i know that he knows that i wanted to marry him as well as i know that he wanted to marry me it was just the time when the time is right it will happen but i know he had my back 100 percent. and that makes sense and like in my 20s i was not ready to be anybody's wife at all. I mean, I wasn't out there like that, but you know, they're just, you know, like, I think there was like so many things that I wanted to accomplish, you know, myself. And so I think anyone can understand that. Right. And another thing, like in my twenties was my years on Redskins. Again, I just, Mm -hmm. Washington football team, I just retired in May. So like I've been dancing since I was seven. So something that I wanted to do after I had my child was to live out a dream, you know? Mm -hmm. And if anybody was going to step in the way, I was going to push you down. Yeah. Like that was me. And that's how you are in your twenties. You're like, you're, you're trying to establish yourself, you know, exactly. and figure out the things that you want to do in life or what makes you happy mm-hmm. and things like that. And if anybody thinks they're going to come in and act like they don't support it, then you're going to throw them out the window. So exactly. that's how I was feeling. And through this six years, like he backed me a hundred percent. He even paid for my first prep class to go and be a Redskins cheerleader. So um, I thought that was showed me that he was already inter- interested in my dreams. And um, he'd been on calendar trips with me. Like I brought my daughter, he's been there. So like I've, for six years, I really haven't even been in a house to be a wife. Like I just been yeah. <laughs> on, the, on the move, like yeah. hearing at games, promotions, like stuff like that. So now I'm like, retired now I'm settled and like now I can cook dinner and, and like be home and help with yeah. homework and stuff like that so again it's it was timing for me of course yeah I'm hoping that people that are listening realize that like there is no magic number there's not like a prescribed time frame for you to get engaged or for you to get married I mean look <laughs> Especially, I mean, if this year hasn't showed us that, like, 
whatever you thought you had going on, <laughs> we'll throw a whole wrench in that plan. Um, you just kind of like have to let things go with the flow and not be so, I don't know. I think of Joan and girlfriends, like it's not going to happen by a certain <laughs> yeah. Number yeah. or a certain time frame. Um, all right. So did you have a feeling that he was going to propose when he proposed or were you completely shocked? Um, I will say I wanted it, but because of the timing, it was, you know, it was, I had dated men for years and that never, you know, was something that came up. So, um, 18 months seemed early to me, but I knew that it was coming. I didn't know when. So yes and no. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I wanted it. And I knew that that was the next step, but I didn't know if it was going to be how soon. And more so kind of like what I spoke to earlier, he knew the quality of a ring that I wanted and things like that. And he was had some financial goals and things that he had going on. So I knew that I would probably have to wait you know, some time for him to make that that level of commitment and investment in something. So when he did propose, I was like presently, obviously, I was presently surprised, but I can't say like I knew it was going to be that day, that moment, you know, but that season for sure. Um, for me, I would say, was I shocked that a proposal was coming soon? No, because we've been ring shopping. Like we went to really like, like, look at what I like, you know, like, is it this, is that? Are you white gold? Are you, you know, rose gold? Whatever. We looked at all that. And we've been a couple times. Like, when we go to malls, we just go in and we, we were looking at rings. So I was like, okay, well, this, to me, right then and there showed, like, okay, he want to be with me forever. So no doubt in mind. But as far as the actual proposal, I was completely thrown off, like, no words like I was just like are you are you kidding me like right now like you're doing this okay because as many times as we went in a ring store I was like you know I think women think like because you're going to help look for a ring or you're showing the type of rings and things like that that you're not going to be surprised or shocked when the proposal actually happens because you were kind of there to get him into that part in life but no, he, I told you earlier, I was like, he's not a real big surpriser, but he really got me good. And, and if, if, you know, your man loves you and he really like take in consideration of how you want it to be proposed to, or if you want your family there and things like that, although I helped look for a ring, doesn't mean he's going to go behind my back and do it his way, you know? So yes, I was completely thrown off. But I, you know, helped, you know, in my decision of what I really wanted in a ring. You helped guide him. Yes. Yes. You guided him in the right direction. <laughs> yes. And my daughter played a big part in it as well. Oh, she did the final ring. So, you know, I didn't choose this one. She chose it. So that was. Oh, know. my gosh. Oh, that's so sweet. It is. You kind of answered um, the question or my next question, which was, did you two go ring shopping together? Um, but London, you already answered that question. So Lauren, did you two go out shopping? So we didn't go. I don't think we ever went together. Oh, okay. I take that back. I went previously. My cousin lives in Ashburn and she had like a family jeweler, a family she had been using for years. She's been married almost 20 years. And so we went and we 
looked there, but that was like the literally like 11 months prior. So I probably went like six, seven months into dating. Like after we were in pre-engagement counseling, things were going great, you know? So I kind of was like, oh, let me see. And so I, I went look by myself, kind of knew the range of what I felt was probably reasonable and picked something that I loved. And then months later, probably not even two months prior to him proposing, um, he and I happened to be visiting my cousin. So we just went by there and I kind of showed him, but it wasn't like, oh, first it has to be it. You know, I was like, oh, this is what I looked at last time kind of thing. And so, so yes, yes, but I gave him the liberty to kind of pick what he wanted, but he just chose what I liked. Even better. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So did you, like, before you got engaged, did you even, like, dream about kind of, like, how he would do it? So, like, or if the answer is yes to that, what type of proposal did you kind of imagine for yourself? So I'm unpredictable when it comes to my fiance. So I'm not really sure. And, you know, my biggest thing was that my, you know, immediate fam, so my brothers, my mom, like my dad, my sisters, like they were there. Like that was my, and I had someone, but if it wasn't on video, you was going to have to redo the whole thing in another month because I needed to see my reaction. Like I wanted to see all that. So like planning a proposal for myself, I never had that in mind. I really wanted him to do that. But I told him that it had to be someone to video record it. And it had to be some pictures. If Again, if it ain't that, throw it all away. And we got to redo the whole thing all over again. But um, yeah, that I, I again, I didn't have a planned proposal. And I honestly really didn't give him any hints of anything that I wanted. Um, he came up with this all by himself. And yeah, I told him, I think I told him for probably, probably like a whole month, like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You like this so good. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I love that. Because <laughs> sometimes men are just like, you'd be surprised at how like when they really put their heart and their mind to something, it's like, you know what? All right. <laughs> you did good because... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you, yeah, you sometimes you have to tell them ex- yeah sometimes you have to ex- tell them exactly what it is and kind of like either be extremely overt and it's like look this is what I want or kind of like give them hints where they make it think they might think that like oh I thought of this on my own but it's like no nah, I basically <laughs> put these little nuggets down for you to <laughs> come up with it on your own so okay what about you Lauren um, I, I think that I kind of similar to, to London, I didn't have high hopes for Warren and not for any other reason than like, you know, like I'm Louis Vuitton, he's J crew. So I just kind of knew, you know, like, some, I was like, eh, I don't know, you know? So I didn't want to like disappoint myself by having, you know, this huge expectation and then, you know, he don't, he doesn't meet it. Cause then that wouldn't be fair. Right. Cause it's kind of like he did his best, even though it wasn't what you imagined. And so I really coached myself through that. Um, and I guess I can just tell you kind of how we got engaged. Once, once I tell you how we got engaged and you'll know, but I kind of like coached myself through not having this 
crazy expectation and God completely blew my mind. Like beyond what I even, even if I did imagine something, it wouldn't have been what Warren did. Um, but I think it was because I truly surrendered just kind of like whatever fairy tale or like made for TV situation that I could have conjured up in this crazy imagination of mine. I was just kind of like, he loves me and that's enough, you know? And so however he would have done it, I would have, I should have, I, I told myself I should be thanked. And so it worked out in my favor. <laughs> like it was like reverse psychology, essentially. <laughs> I like that she used like fairy tale because it's like, right. although like a woman think it's like women, when they get engaged, they kind of really only really think about themselves and how they want their engagement. But, you know, you're, you're a couple, like, your man, this is his moment too, you know? So like what he feels is his fairy tale of how you all should get engaged. That's why the man proposed to the woman, you know what I'm saying? And, and you just have to accept that. Like that's the man that you chose to love and you know, deep down in their nuggets, like they're going to figure out something that makes you happy as their woman. So they're not going to like put you all the way in the dirt and be like, don't incorporate really nothing that you said at all, but they're going to try their hardest to make it as though you feel really loved on your, you know, engagement date. That's true. Like they have to have their spin on it somehow. So it feels like it's theirs Um, because it is, I mean, it's, it's a huge step he's having to take to get y'all to that next stage in life. So yeah, completely. So we want to hear about, did your fiance or your husband ask your father or your mom, like for the permission or like for your hand in marriage? Okay. So it was so random. So he's real bad at secrets too. So one day I saw him like in the corner, he was asking my mom, like he had his phone out. He was like, I was trying to act like I was cleaning, but not trying to eavesdrop, but I kind of heard him like, like what do you think you know like I guess they've been talking about this for some time so now he was kind of like giving her you know his choices of rings so I was like I knew that's how you know something you're like okay it's coming soon I don't know when it's going to come but it's coming um and then so I knew that he had asked her but when I did get engaged unfortunately my dad was not there because it was my my bonus mom, you know, stepmom, I call her bonus mom. It was her birthday and he had already really planned something. And my fiance actually moved the proposal date the day before. So I think, you know, some plans had gotten away. So he had to like, you know, redo everything and move the day before. So my dad couldn't be there. But once I got engaged, I was like, do my dad know? Like that was the first thing that I asked him because that's something that really means a lot to me. My dad really means a lot to me. Um, so. If he didn't know, I was gonna be like, all right, well then this is canceled because you need <laughs> my dad, like I just needed you, you know, like to me that that's really important to me. But when I called my dad, he already knew and you know was happy about it. So that made me feel at comfort. Although I, you know, always will wish my dad was there to see that moment. Um, but I'm glad I got it on video to actually send it to him. But yes, he did get both my mom and my dad's approval. Nice. How about you, Warren? So um, this is a tricky situation. Warren asked my godfather, who walked me down the aisle, who is like a father to me. Um, 
my, I have an estranged relationship with my biological father, but my godfather I, has been in my life my whole life and paid for my wedding. He is amazing. He is my father. You know, he's a father to me. So he did ask him. I'm my mother's only child and I was raised. Um, it was just my mom and I. And my mom can be a little hard on me. And so I, Warren and I got engaged in Italy. And so I did not tell my mom that I was going to Italy. And it's because she's so hard on me. And I love to travel. I travel abroad multiple times a year. And I learned very early on in my travels not to tell my mom, basically, because she would she would just try to, like, scare me straight and, like, you know, talk about all the abductions and all these kind of like crazy things and how I was spending my money. So I was just like, I don't know, you know, and not knowing that I was going to get engaged in Italy, you know, Warren asked me, you know, have you told your mom? And I was no. I told my godfather, I told my godmother, you know, his parents had like our itinerary, but I didn't tell my mom. And because I didn't tell my mom, he didn't tell my mom because he was like, well, if I ask her, I mean, if I tell her, she's going to ask, where am I proposing? And then I'm going to have to tell her we're going to Italy. And, you know, so he he was kind of like in a really bad situation. And in hindsight, I think he probably feels like I should have told her anyway. Um, but he wanted to also honor me, you know, kind of trying to protect that part of my life from scrutiny because my mom was like, why are you going to Italy? Like she just doesn't get it. She's not, she's never been overseas or anything. So she just, it's scary, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I get that. Wait. So, okay. So question. So like what happened when you told her that you were engaged and like, and like you told her where you got engaged, like what happened then? So she was very happy, but when she realized like, Oh, like he didn't, say anything to me, um, you know, she she did feel a certain type of way. But Warren apologized to her and explained to her, um, you know, I, I talked to her godfather, this and this and this. And, you know, this is why I wanted to just really respect Lauren's wishes. And I think she understood because it's kind of like, well, I put my daughter in this situation. But at the same time, and I was like, Warren, she was going to find out anyway. That makes no sense for you not to tell her, you know. Because it's kind of like we're gonna, we were going to tell her we got engaged. We were going to tell her where we got engaged. So you should have just told her ahead of time. But he just that's just his character. He's like, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to cover you like and if you don't feel comfortable with this, then I'll just deal with the repercussions. But my mom loves him and it damage the relationship or anything. I think it was, you know, a little bruised because she would have. Yeah. To be a part of that but you know sometimes you know our who we are dictates how people yeah have experienced us and that just was unfortunately the 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 situation okay okay all right all right so did he propose in front of people or privately um my proposal was private so it was just okay nice mine's was um in front of my family so they basically both did what y'all would have wanted. Like y'all had the proposal yeah. kind of the scenario that y'all would have been envisioned. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, okay. So like, were you dressed for it? Was your hair done? Was your, were your nails done? <laughs> dressed and ready because um, we were supposed to be taking Christmas photos. Um, so like we were going to send out Christmas cards 
And um, so that was kind of why I was dressed. And we had a photographer. So that's why our proposal pictures are professional and why we didn't take engagement photos because we had the proposal photos. But um, yes, so I was dressed and, you know, hair done, nails done, everything did. So I was ready to. You were ready. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was dressed like like a date night, honestly. So it wasn't like I got my hair like professionally done or whatever the case may be. But when you're going on a date with your man, you like, you know, dress up. So um, because it was our seventh year anniversary, I got more dressed than I would regularly on a date night. So I had like a little satin dress on and, um, you know, a heel. But on the proposal, I actually had on flats because the goal was to take a walk and I wasn't trying to walk in my heels. So I ended up taking them off. Because technically we just finished our date and that was the part to kind of settle down for the night. So that's why it like really shocked me all the way because I was thinking we were about to take this walk and it was a whole nother thing. So um, I feel like I was dressed, you know, I wish I could have changed my hair, but you know, who knows when that stuff's going to happen. So <laughs> that's real. That's um, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you want to know, but you don't want to know because you want to look good for because <laughs> if there are photos which now they're pretty much always going to be photos or videos like you don't want to look a mess so I get that and both of you look very nice from the pictures I saw on Instagram so. mm-hmm. <laughs> all in all how did your fiance and how did your husband propose to you so our anniversary is August 21st and um, it landed on a Friday this year, which is exciting. So I was like, oh, we get to do something. And it was actually his off weekend because he has rotating days at work. So it landed on a perfect weekend. I was like, oh my gosh, you won't have to like be like, well, we can do it on the 24th because like da-da-da. it landed on a Friday. So I was like, we're going out. So um, in DC, it's this place called 12 Stories. I actually did an Instagram poll on my Instagram to ask people like, what are some really good restaurants, you know, in DC, maybe like romantic for my anniversary. And people was like 12 stories, Levy. Like they was just naming stuff, which really helped me. And when I seen 12 stories, I was like, oh, it's so low key. It's really cute. It looks the water. So I had planned this. And because of COVID, you can't make the appointment until like two days before your reservation date. So I, that's what I did. I was like, I, I got this place. Blah, blah, blah. The day of um, the proposal, I had worked that day. Mind you, he was off. And then around four, I was actually really tired that day. I took a nap. Who, who doesn't take naps? I did. So um, I took a nap and I, I saw him. Okay, let me let me go back really quick. Like a week or two before the, the engagement, he had asked me for our anniversary on Saturday so that would have been the 22nd. Do you mind like doing something where we do like a limo, like, you know, have people like travel and go with us, you know, to, to a spot and really celebrate our anniversary. And I was like, no, that's doing too, <laughs> doing too much. Like I'm not for it. Um, it's COVID season. My best friend's pregnant. Like these are the people that I really wanted, you know, to be in a limo with me or a car or whatever the case may be so I really knocked his idea like I was like no so um so that Friday when I took my nap I woke up very grumpy like real mad and my mom had called me and the first thing she said was why you sound like that and I was like girl like (laughs) 
I just woke up. I don't want these issues. Like, leave me alone. She was like, oh, okay, what time is your reservations? And da, 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 da. Not thinking, like, how do you even know I have reservations? I wasn't thinking about none of that. So I was like, the reservations are at eight. It's six. Like, I have time. But um, I really didn't have time because I'm out to be on time, like, 15 to 20 minutes, you know, in advance. So I was running behind. And my makeup wouldn't turn out right. I couldn't get my brows done correct. Like, I was just real mad. So um, anyway, we ended up leaving late and we got down there late so that I was even more like, you know, pissed off for the night. And um, they had closed the garages for Levi. Like, all the garages at the wharf were closed. They were like, you have to park at LaFont Plaza. I was like, and walk? Like, why would I do that? <laughs> like, I was really in my feelings. And then I was like, well, I'm calling the Uber because we had to park there. And he had brought this book bag. And mind you, he had on the suit. And I was like, what the heck? What do you have a book bag for? Like, where are you? What are you carrying a book bag for? He was like, well, I'm just going to put it in a trunk. You think they'll let me take it in? And in my head, I was like, why the hell do you need to take a book bag in Levine? I mean, like in 12 stories. But he put it in the trunk. So the Uber took 20 minutes. So it made me like 45 minutes late to my reservations. So I was like, they're not going to take us. We're not going to eat. The night's just getting worse. So we get to the place and the man was like, calm down. It's going to be okay. We're still going to let you eat, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, whatever. And I told him when we got there, it's in um, 12 stories. It's this sign that says, yes, yes, yes. I was like, we have to take a, a picture in front of this sign. Mind you, I know nothing about tonight. So I was like, we have to take a picture in front of this sign. Um, they set us outside and then he all of a sudden got sick. Like he was just like, it's too hot for him randomly. So in my mind, I was like, when did that ever happen? Like, mind you, the proposal was that night. So maybe he had nerves. Like, I don't know. So they ended up moving us in. He, he took his time. Y'all usually somebody that's proposing us on it, like a time limit. They be like, all right, you done. We got to go. Da, da, da. No, he was like, you want another drink? This. You, you fool, you, you good, da, da, da. like we was there longer than expected. So I was like, I looked at the time and was like this, like my hopes that it was happening on our, on our anniversary was like done. I was like, this is not gonna happen because it's getting later. So we end up leaving, we end up walking back to our car at LaFont Plaza and my brother called me and said that he was, um, he was downtown, you know, he had some drinks or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'm downtown. I want to, I want, we're on our way to the monument because I wanted to walk the monument that night because I was like, it's right around the corner. It's a romantic night. It's our seventh year anniversary. Like it's just something that we can do. And um, mind you, that's why he changed the plans from Saturday to Friday because his plans was to get into this car with my friends and family and have my other friends and family meet us down at the monument for me to get out and then everyone's there. But because I knocked his plans, he moved everything to Friday because I said the monument was only five minutes from 12 stories. So um, it started drizzling and I called my brother when I got to the monument and said, hey, we here. He was like, oh, I'm gone. You took too long. So I was like, all right, whatever. So we walking up, we walking up. It's starting to really like, like shower drizzle. Like you can kind of feel it. And he like stopped me randomly and was like, you know, I had a good time tonight blah, blah, blah. It was going in one ear, coming out the other, honestly, because the rain was getting cold and I really wanted to see the monument. I was like, are we going to make it down there? Because I wanted to walk the whole mall that night and actually, you know, come back to the car, but that didn't happen. So we get up to the monument, never been to the monument. Guys, I live in D.C. and I, at nighttime, like D.C. people don't go to the, you know, downtown. Like that's not, it's not something we do. Like 
we'd be like, oh, we live down there, but we don't go really see the sites. So um, to be down there at night, I was like, this is beautiful. Like, it's, it's like real tall, it's lit up, you know? And I saw this real crowd of people like all the way over in the corner. And then from a distance, I thought I had saw my brother. And I was like, he said he was gone, but I really couldn't see because everybody was turned around like facing backwards. And my brother's really tall, he has locks. Um, so it was kind of like there that that was him. But then it kind of went away like I'm tripping because it's 11 o'clock at night. And as I started walking closer, I was just like, I saw everybody turn around. And that's when I like stared at everybody for like, I literally stare at everybody for like two to three minutes before I realized that that was my family. Like I was looking at them like, what are you guys doing out here? And they had to be like, cause I was stuck like happy anniversary. And I was like, Ooh. and I just like full blown bust out cry in front of the monument, like family, friends. And then when I turned around, I saw him on the knee. And honestly, because it's COVID, like he had on this mask, I had on the mask. I couldn't honestly hear anything he said. The last thing was, you know, will you marry me? I didn't even see the ring or anything. He just put it on. My eyes was like exploding, like puffiness. So I couldn't see anything. And by the time I like really cleared it, my eyes, I realized who everybody was that was standing there. And I was like, oh my God. And the first thing I said was like, but it's so late <laughs> because it was. And I wasn't expecting everybody to be out there that late. And when I finally see my ring, I was like, oh my God, it's rose gold. It's this, like, it was just everything that I told him I really, really wanted in a ring. So it's funny because in the video, you can see him like struggling, trying to get the box out of his coat, like in the back. Because the book bag the whole time was carrying in the ring. And that's why he wanted to carry it all night because he didn't want nobody to break in the car and steal the book bag with the ring in it. And of course, you know, that stuff doesn't don't make sense because you're not expecting that, you know. And before we even left to go to the monument, he went in the trunk and I could see him going like, like, you know, like tugging with his jacket in the rear view. And I was like, what is he doing? Like. But never the box was like, you know, a big square box. And so it was it was a night to remember. Like I probably cried. I talked about it for weeks. And that weekend, like we went to go see his family and stuff. Like they were like, what's wrong? I was so dazed and like exhausted and overwhelmed and so tired from answering texts and, you know, calling people. And like by Sunday night, I was <laughs> in the bed like six o'clock, like snoring because I was just so tired from that weekend very exhausting weekend but yeah that's I know it's long but that's my story it was amazing if I can go on more and more everyone loves to talk about the engagement stories like and you see yeah. small small pieces of it yeah the longer the longer you get away from it you would be like oh remember this part you know like so exactly yeah. wait so I have a question so was the fireworks planned like did he have that all planned or did it just happen? That's so funny because my daughter just ran over here and was like, did you say the fireworks? <laughs> yeah, so my brother planned the fireworks. So like when I did say yeah, firework went up and um, so it was probably like three or four fireworks that ended up going up and actually the police came out and was like, you know, fireworks. Did. And my brother was like, no, I don't know who was doing that. They ran down there. Like he was trying to, so everybody was like, <laughs> everybody was like, oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. So we just, we, you know, we was up there con congregating for a little while, you know, so I can say my goodbyes and thank yous for coming and stuff. But yeah. um, the fireworks, like 
not even my fiance. He didn't even know that they were going to do fireworks. So okay. that was like, like my, that's my brother's perfect. little surprise for me. <laughs> but oh. yeah, it fits so well. Yes, it really did. It really did. Loved your story. Thank you. I was going to bring up the fireworks too. I was way, I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, did that just happen? You know, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it scared me too. Like I was like, ooh, like, like, okay. <laughs> Funny. My turn? Yeah. Okay. So um, you made me remember lots of details, uh, London, that I totally forgot in terms of like um, the ring. And I'll try to keep it short, but Warren and I took our first like international trip, um, you know, as a dating couple. And we went to Italy and we had all these things planned, like Florence, Venice, Amalfi Coast, Rome. It was like full packed, like boom, 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 boom. And a part of our like love story is um, we were abstaining and trying to abstain until marriage. So, you know, he hid his ring in his pants, like the front of his pants, because he was like, well, she's not going to try to like, you know. And when we were going through security, similar to London, he didn't like feel comfortable in his backpack. He, you know, whatever. So he told the lady, like, if there's something on the alarm goes off is because I have a ring, you know? And so the lady, which in hindsight, this was really not wise and not secure, but the lady let him go, you know, even, you know, I guess it did. I don't think it went off. I wasn't really paying attention and we had an early flight. So Warren um, took like three melatonin. It was a nine hour flight and could not go to sleep. He was very, very anxious. And um, we, flew into Florence and Florence is my maternal grandmother's name, which is why I really wanted to go to Italy. And so um, when we first flew in, we flew into Rome, then we had to take a train to Florence and we like almost missed our train. Um, We were supposed to take pictures the next day, but it was, it called for rain. So we had to rearrange everything. And so like we flew, we had like a 6am flight out of DCA got to Italy don't even remember what time it was and immediately had to like check into our hotel gets like an hour and a half away and we went horseback riding and um Ashley knows like I had on like this really flowy dress because it was a part of an activity but it was also um you know it was for Christmas photos So we got like all dolled up we had a change of outfit because a part of the experience was to do horseback riding, um, like countryside, and then to do a wine tour. Um, I don't drink. It's, you know, I may have like two drinks a year, just kind of like socially, but I'm not a big drinker. Um, We don't really, I don't buy alcohol, keep it in the house or anything, but it was a wine tour. And um, I kind of wasn't drinking it, but while we were there, I mean, it was, breathtaking like just think of like like photos that you see like on screensavers and it was at a it was in this beautiful castle and it was like on a hill and it was like kind of my word early like a fairy tale it's like you're a princess like and it was just us there and one other couple who ironically 
was from Austin, Texas, which is where I went to undergrad. And so they were like, you guys look beautiful. Is this like, what are you guys doing here? Like, are you getting engaged? Like what's happening? And I was like, no, you know, we were, they were just chat, chat, chatting. And our photographers were waiting because they waited for us to do like the wine tasting, but it was, the sun was setting and they wanted to catch the engagement, which I, at the time I didn't know. Um, so we were there and I'm like, we just had this amazing day. Like we were riding horses and Warren's horses, horse was perfect. My horse was like so disobedient. Like, and he, you know, he just got a kick out of that. And so we just had like the perfect day. The food was great. And we were there. I was like, babe, this would be a missed opportunity if you didn't propose, huh? And, <laughs> and he was like, like, this is day one. Like, it's okay. Like, we've been here like five hours. Like, what are you talking? Why would you even say that? And I was like, I'm just saying, like, it's a castle. And he was like, Lolo, like, we just got here. And so I had convinced myself that it wasn't going to happen because Warren's pants were so tight. Like, you could see lint in his pockets. They were so tight. There was no ring in his pockets. And trust me, I was like, looking and so I'm like all right I had convinced myself that he wasn't going to propose and so I'm like there's nowhere he didn't there's nowhere he could have hit it right and so I started drinking all the wine because I'm like look he he dropped the ball I'm not gonna be mad at him you know because like I said I had convinced myself not to be disappointed so drinking the wine and I'm a lightweight because I don't drink and so he went outside. He was like, I'm going to go get the photographers because the sun is about to set. Let me go get them. I'll come back and get you. And so I was like, OK, he left. It was four glasses of wine. When he left, he came back. They was gone. And he was like, what? What? What are you doing? I was like, huh? <laughs> so he was like, what is happening? I was like, I, I, I just I don't know. You, I don't know. And he, so he was like. Okay. And so that's when the couple next to us was like, you guys look so, you know, just really like, you know, complimenting us. And that was like a 15 minute conversation. And so Warren was like, well, we really got to, you know, get the photographers. He's so nice. And I'm dazed and confused. Like, I don't care. We can talk forever, you know? And so we go outside and, you know, it's, it's beautiful. Cause it's like, you're on like a hill. And so they're like taking photos of us, taking photos of us. And then um, Warren gets on one knee. I said that I was like, where did you have that ring? Like, don't need to sanitize it. I don't know where the ring came from, but he, he got it out somewhere. And he, he said that he, he did have it hidden, you know, in, in his, <laughs> in his parts. And then once he, once we changed from the horseback riding to the winery, um, he had given it, I guess, to the photographer in some kind of way. And then he got it back when he went out. I don't know. But he knew because I'm just I really am kind of crazy. So I would have been groping him up trying to find it, you know, like you, you know. So it was it was really beautiful. And then we like walked down and I FaceTime my mom and you know, FaceTime uh, my best friend who was um I had two matrons of honor who was one of my matrons of honor. And then the couple 
they, you know, they were so sweet. The guy happened to be a pastor. We took photos with him. He gave us his card. He, they were really happy for us. And they had been married for like 30 some odd years. So they came back. They, they recorded us. Oh, I just remember that. They like, they were like, you know, tell us what, why she's the one and tell us why you said yes. And oh, we have that video. So uh, I just totally forgot. I haven't even watched it, but uh, we have this beautiful video of them, um, you know, like in that moment. So that, I guess we do have a video, but um, they bought us wine and it was just such a, like, I could not have put that puzzle together. And when I said it, it was, I went I, out when I said like, this would be a missed opportunity. It was like, you don't take nobody to a castle and just be like, all right, let's, I'm gonna head out. You know, you gotta like make it memorable. And he totally did. <laughs> and I was not expecting that. I really was just playing with him, but he, he, he did it. He did an excellent job. Yes. Really Man, you had me dying <laughs> when you so say cute. he had on some tight pants. Like, yeah. are you riding a horse you with some see, tight pants? <laughs> you can see, you know, how, like the pocket, you can see like the imprint of the pocket. Yeah. Right. You, know, <laughs> you got a lint ball in your pocket, sir. Like, it was tight. <laughs> it was tight. Oh, that's so hilarious. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was yes. I love both of y'all stories. That yes, was yes. That was so good. That's real though. I, I will say I remember doing the same. Like we were headed out somewhere and Ed was locking the door. And I remember like looking in his pockets, like, is there something like bulking out? And he told me in hindsight, like, yeah. So I purposely just put the ring in the like inside pocket instead of like putting a box in. Like the box was already there because he was like, I knew you would have been looking. And if you would have seen like something that wasn't my wallet, you know, like shape in the pocket, you would have put two and two yeah, together. I'm trying I was to like, figure yeah. out how I missed the box. The <laughs> box was huge. I'm trying to figure out how I missed the box. And I am very observant. Like, like for him <laughs> to have a box sitting in a, in a pocket that's like out and I missed it. I was like, yeah. But you know <laughs> what? Are you a night owl? Mm, well, I wear glasses more so at night, too. Gotcha. I was about to say, you know, maybe because you were probably tired, you yeah. know, like you all were ending or, you know, like, yeah, you all were ending the night. So, yeah, maybe that's why. But then again, yeah. And then again, you know, like, Lauren, to... I try to, like, tell myself, like, oh, it's not happening. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was, like, over it. I was about to look for nothing. I was like, yeah, we going into seven years because now, I mean, like, like you saying, like, it's it's always still about timing, but still in seven years now I'm hitting 30. So I'm like, OK, now, like, yeah, it's now. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's time. It's time. Yeah. OK. <laughs> question. I always ask this question. Did you all cry? I didn't cry initially. Um, and I could I could share why, but I didn't initially cry, but it hit me like multiple times throughout our trip. And so I would, we would be at dinner and it'd be like laughing and I'm very like social. So I'm always talking to waiters, trying to make humanized waiters and their experience. So they're not feeling like they're like serving me and things like this. So I, I'm, that's just a, who I am. And so I'll like be laughing and joking with the waiter, they'll leave and then they'll come back and I'll be like bawling, crying. And I remember the first night, 
like two nights after we got engaged, we were at dinner the first time I cried. And I was like, you're my family now. Like, and I just, he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, <laughs> like, I can't believe it. We're going to have a legacy and a generation. And I was just getting super deep. And I was like, you know, it, I just started thinking about like life. Like, this is my husband. We are becoming one. Like, you know, just all the things you think and you pray for and you imagine and you romanticize and all these things was coming to fruition. And in that moment, um, when he proposed, it didn't hit me like that. You know, we had a photographer and we were all dressed up and I'm looking at this beautiful ring of my dreams. And, you know, it was, it was exciting. It's like, who can I call, you know? But then once I kind of like sobered, (laughs) you know, myself from that high, it was like, yo, God is real. And this is my husband. Like a whole generation will come from this union. And I just got real deep with it. And so he was like, and it happened three times. (laughs) So I didn't cry the day of, but like, I definitely got my emotions out throughout the course of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that delayed reaction, but that's no, but you know what? I honestly count that. So I get it. <laughs> How about you, London? Uh, y'all, I had the ugly cry. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I think that um, I was more so overwhelmed at the fact that it was 11 p.m. and my family was there. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes. All right, so we only have a few more questions left. We're almost done. So if he would have proposed with a different ring, would you have said yes? I would have said yes. I definitely would have said yes. Yeah, I would have said yes, too. Like, because at the end of the day, like, now that you, you know, you are wearing the ring that you got, Mm -hmm. you would still be wearing the other ring that you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to be like, well, he didn't get me that specific one. So I'm going to say no, like. I didn't choose this ring. Again, my daughter chose this ring or helped him pick this ring out. So I'm not going to be picky in choice. Like, well, I wanted the, the platinum one. Like, I'm, <laughs> that's, that's not me. So, yeah, yeah, I would have still said yes. Okay. All right. If he would have waited another year, would you have said yes? I would have said yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure we would still been together. And again, yeah, it, it's no difference. Again, I, I wasn't waiting for this ring. It was more so just taking it day by day. Um, but it happened. So Okay. Now, I kind of know the answer. Well, hopefully I know the answer to this next question. But would you have proposed to him if he was taking too long? Absolutely not. No. No way. No. <laughs> it would have never happened. <laughs> we would have been dead, buried six feet under before he thought I would come out and propose. Yeah. See, I, yeah, I, yeah, I kind of figured that, you know, that you all would have that reaction. But I agree. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. My daddy would not play that at all. Yeah, not right. at all. My father would be like, you doing what? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. So final question, what advice would you give to any girls that are listening and just waiting for their boo to finally propose? Not finally, but to propose. 
Um, I think I kind of touched on this earlier, but I think that, um, you know, having an intentional courtship and just, you know, believing God for a healthy and fruitful marriage. Like, I feel like if when you put your energy into those things and, you know, whether that's you reading books on your own, you guys reading books together, you guys doing classes together, going to counseling together, re- watching sermons together, whatever your faith is, or, um, you know, d- devotionals or whatever the case may be. I think those are the things when you put your energy and your effort into those things, like you're not distracted by the world, you know, you're not distracted by a timeline and you're not distracted by carrots and color, you know, of a ring. You're, you are focused on God's purpose for marriage and God's purpose for your union in that season of in your life. And I think that that should be kind of like the priority. And I think everything else just becomes noise um, when that really is kind of your purpose. And so I would just encourage women to, you know, really, like hone in to hearing God's voice. One, if that's the guy, the man that God has for you in design for you, because I wanted the man God created just for me. And, you know, I think that that is more important than an Instagram post or a brag or being the first of your friends or if you're the last of your friends or whatever the case may be. Um, that would just be my encouragement. And I mean, with that, you use you use wisdom and discretion, you know, like if you're, the six, you know, like six year mark and you 40 or, you know, whatever, you know, you, you talk to God about that, but I would just say, be anxious for nothing. Um, and just truly trust in the Lord. Okay. Pastor. Thank you. (laughs) That was good. That was good though. All right. Mm -hmm. What about you, London? Yeah, real good. Um, I mean, I agree with everything that Lauren said, but again, um, it's, it's all God's plan. So you're many people like, cause I've been waiting for a long time. I've been waiting we'll keep waiting because right now it's just not your time. And, and that doesn't just go for marriage. It just goes for life in, in general. So, you know, be patient Um, when it's your time, it's going to happen, you know, and um, just keep building because like, if you, if you give up because it's not at your timing, you may can be losing out on, on, on a lot or that may could have been the person for you you know but you trying to rush things and then it end up not working at the end of it all um you know that's something of a loss that because you weren't patient or and waiting uh, you know or playing this waiting game um and and just be like your grown self learn a compromise learn to um say no when you say yes or when you really want to say no or you know like just it's a lot of things like it's a lot of work. Like it's a whole lot of work and, and um, it shouldn't be hard, and it, it, but it shouldn't be easy either because it's two people. It's not just yourself anymore. And honestly, in, in this relationship it's three of us. So I count my child in it. So I am very like vocal on her feelings and her opinions. And I'm very vocal on my own. And now adding him, I'm very vocal on his opinions as well. And I will shoot anybody down who ever tried to come for us, you know? So um, yeah, just having, having your significant others back at all times and, you know, believing that you got, you guys can be, you know, the best that you can as a, as a couple or you know, a union. Very great advice, honestly, from both of y'all. Um, yes. Hopefully folks that are listening can take that 
with them or hopefully it's just confirmation for what they're already feeling um whew, thank you guys for that we're not gonna yes, let y'all you. go just yet um we're gonna now move into unsolicited advice which is something i do every week where i give advice usually to brides um that they didn't ask for because when you get engaged sometimes you get advice you didn't ask for so this week actually the advice comes from ed my husband um because i was like well we're talking about proposals give me some advice and he was like well grooms or guys that are about to propose or if you're about to propose plan on where you're going to store the ring between purchase and proposal so maybe like look into getting a security lockbox or like putting it at somebody else's house or like you know Make sure it's not going to get lost or stolen or destroyed. So make sure you put it somewhere that it can safely just be wherever it needs to be until it is time to propose. So because like, thank you for that, because I didn't feel like <laughs> uh, wanting to come up with that. So now we're going to move into the wedding vendor love. Um, let's see who would like to go first. I haven't had my wedding yet and of course been engaged for about three months and because we are in the process of buying a house I have halted looking at stuff for weddings because right now the house is very very important mm-hmm. um but I have been looking at a couple people um so the first person is her name's Felicia and her Instagram is BTH Artistry I know her because a makeup artist for our um, calendar trips for the Washington football team. So she, I know her for six years. I mean, she beats a face and it, I always very like natural beats. So um, I think she gives that very natural, but very still beat at the same time. Um, and it's just my style. So my second one, it goes to Hunter Scott Imagery on Instagram as well. He was a photographer for our calendar shoots as well as our team photos and things like that. But I just recently found his Instagram and phenomenal photographer. I'm talking about like cathedrals in DC. Like, like I didn't even know he took photos like that. Like I thought he was just more so like, okay, boom, it goes in. But to see those, I was like, yep, I need you. And then my last um vendor shout out is to dj curly sue so i have reached out to her to try to see like what's her availability in 2022 because that's the um i'm shooting for february 12th which is my bonus dad stepdad's birthday um he recently passed from COVID, so it's a date that means a lot to me um so i'm really really pushing although i'm at halt right now but still pushing for February 12th of 2022. Um, but DJ Curly Sue, um, black, beautiful queen, woman DJ um, that I was trying to incorporate in my wedding as well. I'm so sorry to hear about your, your bonus dad. Yes, definitely. Sorry about that. Um, so my vendors, my first one is definitely my planner. Her name is Melissa Williams um, with Be Astonished Events. Like I mentioned earlier, I had a really short engagement. It was six months 
like to the date almost. And when we got back from Italy, I mean, I hired her immediately within a week. And I mean, from the day we started to, I had two weddings. I had a private ceremony in COVID because we really wanted to keep our date. And then we had um, our wedding celebration with family and friends later in September. So she was there every step of the way. I could not have accomplished what we did, particularly in COVID without her. Just amazing. Highly recommend a planner for every bride, but particularly this planner. Um, So I kind of combined photography and videography. Those were really, really big to me. Kind of like my non-negotiables, because I'm like, if we're going to do this, I want to invest in the memory being quality and knowing that, you know, this person is reputable and, you know, it's not going to be like, shots of the, of the ceiling and we like what who what you know so uh Stan Love Photography he is based out of Miami incredible photographer we had a blast and um our videographer Sock Vision um so I just feel like having them on board really helped me to remember the day I was already married, so I didn't have kind of the same jitters and kind of the same like memory loss and kind of, you know, anxiety that most brides would have. Um, I was way, 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 way more lax than I probably would have been in a traditional situation. But just knowing that we have such amazing um, memories to me was priceless. And so I was willing to sacrifice other things to invest in the you know, tangible memories. And then of course, florals, I think they just make every um, event, wedding, you know, or not beautiful. And our um, florist, she was there day one. She did multiple walkthroughs with us. She gave us a wedding gift. She, you know, encouraged us throughout the whole thing. She gave me, um, she did the bouquet um, and some other florals for our short intimate ceremony in April, but also did all of all of the florals in September. And she is Veronica with Pretty Petals Florals. And she's just, you know, she was a big part of our day too. And so to me, those were, I picked those vendors. All of our vendors were amazing, hands down. Worked with us their day one. You know, we didn't have any vendor issues, thank God. And that is a testament to my planner and the relationships that she built, but also the quality of vendors that we were blessed to use. And they were all, um, with the exception of our wedding singer, all black owned um, companies, which was really, really important to me. And, you know, I just think that those were the three areas that to me, like made our day. Perfect. Yeah. In the photos from your April ceremony in oh your God. September, both are just beautiful. Thank your you. like your dress, your hair, the it's everything. Like clean and pristine. Like yes, it's very yes. classic and timeless. Like mm-hmm. I feel like twenty years from now, we could look at those photos and be like that. Yeah, she did fits. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like oh yeah, you could obviously tell that was like a wedding from this time. Like you could probably pluck it and put it anytime. Love Thank it, love you. it, love it. That means a lot to me. That was really, really important to me. I only want to do it once and I want my 
see it and be like, okay, mama, you know, you know, you know. Um, and so I, that was really important just it to be classic and timeless. I even went to the extreme. I don't know if you saw, like I, for a few years had been a redhead slash gold, I mean, gold blonde. And I was like, oh, I have to dye my hair black for the, you know, so I could be really, I was really intentional on like wanting it to be like, classic you know and, and not that there's anything wrong with red hair but I, yeah. I hustled with that decision even <laughs> after the fact but it was just it felt like it was more true to like my who I was born you know I wasn't born yeah. a gender, unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> but I did you know I don't know if this will make it but our photographer for the day of like I said our wedding photographer is based in Miami but our photographer for the day of is local, Terry Baskin, London. Mm, mm-hmm, highly, mm-hmm. highly, highly recommend her. Um, and, you know, she was last minute able to come through, invested a lot of time into working with us and because it was kind of like the first. We got married in April. So that was like weeks after this whole COVID, you know, right. war. Um, so I think I was one of, if not her first, COVID wedding. And so to me, just people compromising and sacrificing to make us such beautiful memories. And of course she was safe. She wore a mask. You know, you don't have to be, you can be more than six feet to take photos, but that just meant the world to me for people to say, you know what? Love is not canceled. And I was like vials over virus, you know, but I just, it meant a lot to have somebody that was willing to say yes to giving us such incredible memories oh so to terry baskin she's the best yes we're that. trying to get access, terry to come on but i get oh, access wow. to her vendors oh yeah i'll go to my page everybody i everybody is there but i can yes. email it. <laughs> thank you perfect perfect um okay to me i know you'll say i'm next yes i'll say the vendor i'm a shout out is actually a photographer based in houston and also oh. in dc um her name is Rhea Whitney um Rhea Whitney photography so black owned of course um but she does weddings portraits family photos everything so her Instagram is Rhea Whitney um and her website is RhiaWhitney.com so Rhea is R-H-E-A um for those that are typing in RIA, you're not going to find it. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> really? Love her. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. I love, I'm, I'm like um, Lauren. I love a good photographer and a good videographer. Cause I feel like those are the moments you, you have when all of this is said and done. So investing a lot there makes sense to me. Um, so yeah. All right, Tania, who is your vendor? Who are you going to shout out? So I have a bridal veil designer. She is, of course, Black. Um, she's based out of California. Um, her name is Julie Harris. Um, her IG is Julie Harris Designs, and her um, her website is julieharrisdesigns.com. Her veils are beautiful. Like she has, you know, like the ones that are trailing. She has like different designs. Like all her designs look very timeless, you know, and I'm even considering for the future, you know, even trying to order from her. But anyways, um, definitely look her up if you want a veil designer who is black. Um, She does really good work. And again, she's based out of California. So definitely look her up. That's who I have this week. 
That's a good vendor. I don't mm-hmm. think we've ever shouted out a veil designer before. Mm-mm. And black is even better. So yes, ma'am. Perfect. Perfect. Well, ladies, thank you for hanging yes. out with us these the last two hours and chatting with us all about your weddings and stuff like that. We would love for you to come back and talk to us even more about weddings <laughs> and things like that. But um, where can people find you, follow you if they want to stalk your wedding or wedding hashtag? What Tell, tell us all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, our wedding hashtag was Anderson Ever After. But I'll be honest, nobody probably used it, myself included. Um, I just am so horrible at hashtags. But um, my handles... Um, on Instagram, as well as on Twitter is the Lauren Amanda, T-H-E-L-A-U-R-E-N-A-M-A-N-D-A. Um, and I love all things weddings um, and I just love love. So I'm happy to talk about my process and any other photos that you guys would like to see. Happy to share. Um, and I can't stress enough how invaluable my planner was to me in this process and so stalk her page like I said be astonished events and yeah very nice how about you London um so my handle on IG um is lundbunny l-o-n-b-u-n-n-y and I also created a page for myself and my daughter um trying to help her find her skin that she's in as a beautiful black queen at two, the number two natural underscore queens. Um, and we also have a YouTube at two natural queens as well that you can also see my proposal video too. So we just recently started that like a couple months ago and trying to get it off the floor and things like that. But um, I'm willing to hear wedding ven- um, vendors and things like that. So if you have anything that you want to send my way, please DM me. I'm always open to talk about it. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Yes. Thank you, ladies. Um, Tania, I'm going to run through it for you. Thank you. So thank you. find us at HughIDoWed um, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. And yeah, that's it. Because <laughs> I don't feel like <laughs> going through the whole like uh, where to find us individually. Like, yeah, but you if you find like us there, there, yeah, you can yeah, find us. Yeah, basically. So uh-huh. again, ladies, thank you for chatting yes. with us tonight. Um, yeah, I will this be so emailing you yeah. to come back because <laughs> this was fun. This was fun. Thanks for having me. For sure. Thanks for having me too. Love what yes. you're doing. So happy yes. for it. Love it. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, y'all have a good night. Hopefully, y'all can enjoy the rest of this evening. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. You too. All right. Bye, y'all.